Hi, everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say, a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same. So, Nicholas, I had a client the other day. Am I in trouble? Use my full first name. Is that what happens when someone uses your full name? I mean, you didn't use my middle name, so that's a good sign, but... I probably shouldn't know your first name. Your middle name, I would definitely... Start use it a lot. Barking at me. <laughs> Full name. Do you like your middle name? I do. What is it? David. David. Nicholas David. Mm-hmm. Okay. The funny thing is, I don't even remember my parents saying that. Like, Nicholas David. They they never did that. They never used your first name. No, no, but that's like a cliche, right? That when parents are mad, they use like their kid's full name to totally. like get their attention, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I actually don't remember my parents ever doing that. No? Not that I don't remember them being mad. I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never caused them to do. That's what it was. My, uh, I, I have a, a weird curse, which is I've always gone by my middle name. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. So, and so, and and my brothers were the same way. So we all went by our middle name. So oh. hmm. interesting. Yeah, but I don't remember. I, I don't remember them yelling my first name at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew. But they did yell a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they were using other names. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of other <laughs> beautiful names. Uh-huh. <laughs> so a client recently asked me, or or I kind of observed, um, and then we had a conversation about this, that um, there, there's a belief sometimes with some clients that therapy is something you come to and that as you arrive or, or while you're here, something just kind of happens. That uh, Well, if you think about like there's a lot of like massage therapy or acupuncture therapy, which mm-hmm. you, you just go and, and you, you're that, that kind of therapy is kind of done to you. You get a right. massage or you get um, someone literally loosens your muscles. Right. Right. Someone massage. is going to yeah. do something to you. Yes. Right. Whereas in therapy, we can have a, a, a saying that therapy isn't done to you. It's something that you do, right? It's something mm-hmm. that that patient will do. And that was an interesting distinction for this client to kind of hear and really, um, I'm sure that on some level they knew it, but it just wasn't as obvious to them as they mm-hmm. they had anticipated maybe. Yeah, I'm always, um, I'm very conflicted about this. I'm I'm equally shocked and not at all surprised that this is people's um, approach to therapy. Well, we've talked I, about how psychology is this weird esoteric kind of thing sometimes that we've kind of put a shroud around it in, in some ways and like not wanted mm-hmm. to really share what we know with some, it, it's a weird kind of, like we've treated it like some kind of secret that we're holding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then therefore it makes sense that people don't really know what happens inside. Oh, interesting. That, yeah. I think, right? right. And they kind of expect that, I mean, they see people go to therapy, maybe get better. And then they, they kind of just assume that all they did was go to therapy and that fixed them. Yeah. But it has something to do with the, the really wise looking therapist with, um, you know, the white beard and the, yeah. you know, lots of, obscure Freudian language and yeah that's me <laughs> that's you just described me <laughs> um that's interesting but the other thing that I think makes this not surprising is in general that's kind of the model for medicine mm-hmm. broadly speaking like when you go to your doctor and you say my stomach's been hurting for you know two weeks the doctor asks you a bunch of questions and then gives you a pill and hopefully it feels better that's not all doctors, but by and large, like the doctor diagnoses it and then does the thing or gives you the thing that makes it better. Does the treatment. Yeah, right. It's done to you largely. Medicine is well, largely Whether that's medication or a cast or a surgery or, a or, surgery or whatever yeah. it is, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I th- and I think generally people lump 
psychotherapy or counseling into healthcare. So it's it's on that level, it's not at all surprising, sure. right? That people go into it sort of unthinkingly, like with that kind of attitude. So mm-hmm. I, I, t- I totally get that. Um, mm-hmm. On the other hand, uh, me as someone who, d- you know, does this day in and day out every single day and who knows how much work it is and how much work it needs to be, it always kind of like throws me for a loop when I get someone who really has this um, belief that it's, I'm going to pull out the magic wand and <laughs> just sort of fix things. Like yeah. I'm going to say something really insightful and then all of a sudden they're not going to feel super depressed anymore or yeah. um, they're going to be over their fear of whatever it is. I mean, a question that comes up every once in a while, not, it's not a common question, but sometimes a, a patient, the first or second session will say, well, how are you going to fix me? <laughs> yeah, how are you going to fix this? And it's, and, and that's an opening to a really interesting conversation yeah. where you get some really interesting looks like, Oh, this, I'm going to be doing it. Not you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is that? How does that go? Like, how does that start us off with that conversation? Like, what does that look like? Yeah. I, I would say, is that what you're expecting? What are your expectations of therapy? And usually it'll, they'll elaborate on what they think that this is going to, mm-hmm. what, what it thinks, what they think this will look like. And what do they say typically? Like what, I feel like people often don't really know what to expect. Yeah, a lot of the times you'll get, well, I think you're going to teach me coping skills. Mm, And it's like this really vague, you're going to teach me something that I'm going to do that's going to make this better. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, in a very simplistic way, maybe, but the, the, the idea is it's not just in the teaching, me teaching you, it's more of you practicing these other things. So Mm -hmm. there's where the real therapy kind of happens. I I kind of, I I have a little speech that I give clients sometimes about how in, in here is where we game plan for, for what's about to happen to you in life as soon as you step Mm -hmm. out the doors. And so in here we kind of draw all the X's and O's on the whiteboard and we talk about, you know, how, what's happening for you in these moments or whatever it is. We, we develop strategies to then move forward. But then when you implement the strategy, that's where the real kind of therapy happens. Right when you're trying these new things and, and uh, developing these new behaviors or thought patterns, there's the, the therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's you doing it. Right. Yeah. My, um, that there's usually depending on the person, there's two different metaphors I like for, for how I look at the process of therapy and how, if, if um, change is going to happen, like how that happens. Let me, let me get a pen so I can write these down. <laughs> They're really good. Okay, They're, They're really unique and mind blowing. So get ready. Totally ready. <laughs> so I, I tell people, Coming to therapy is much more like going to see a trainer at the gym than it is going to see a doctor. Yeah. In that you go there and the the trainer has some good information and some good insights and they're going to kind of, they can, like you said, drop some, some strategies and some plays for you. But at the end of the day, like they can't run on the treadmill for you. They can't lift the weights for you. Right. Right. They can't even, they're not going to be with you every single day when you are going to exercise. You meet with them once or twice a week and you still have to work out in between, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or the other, the other analogy is like um, music lessons, right? If you, you grow up and you maybe you see your piano teacher once a week and you kind of, they, they give you some pointers about technique and they give you some songs to work on, but whether you learn the piano or not has much more to do with what you do in between mm. lessons than it does what you, because if you went to an hour a week of piano for the rest of your life, I'm not sure how good a piano player you'd end up being. Right. <laughs> right. I don't think that's enough. Or if you went to your personal training session for 30 minutes you know, once, once a, a week, week and then what, didn't do anything else. Yeah, what's going to happen? You're not going to see much progress very quickly. Yeah. Right. So I, I think therapy is much, much, much more like that I than agree. it is like would, going to see most doctors. I would agree with the personal trainer, like a really um, intensive coaching situation, kind of mm-hmm. a one-on-one um 
because a lot of it is kind of looking at um, behavior patterns, thought patterns, um, strategies, philosophies, and um, elaborating on those and really then testing them outside. But that's where I think the real kind of meat of therapy is, is mm-hmm. outside. The, the other kind of more subtle version I find of people thinking therapy is going to happen to them is it's not that they literally think it's like magic and um, the therapist is going to wave their wand and things are going to get better. But I think what people imagine is I'm going to come in and like talk about my life. And then at some point, probably at the end of the session, the therapist is going to say something really dramatic and insightful and it's something's going to click. Yeah. I'm going to understand something. I'm going to see things totally different. Right. Right. And everything's going to change after that. Mm-hmm. So this is this is what I think of as like the insight model of change mm-hmm. or therapy. Mm-hmm. That if you just see things clearly enough or you understand things enough, that's what leads to change. And I think that yeah. the trick there is that insight is super important. Understanding is really important. Mm-hmm. It's necessary almost all the time but it's almost never sufficient mm-hmm. for change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I like that. I, I love I love those insight moments in therapy. I call them kind of the head tilt moments. Yeah, they're great. Really, you know, they're, they're wonderful, and, and people really do kind of see things in, inside of a therapy session that maybe they didn't see before, but then applying that new thing in their life is going to be the trick. And, That's the hard and thing. You can, yeah. great, you can have all sorts of great insights, but if that never translates into your life, then that's going to be a difficult thing. Mm-hmm process yeah. think of all the like diet books lying around gathering exactly dust. think yeah. of all the like exercise books all the self-help books all the like all the books right mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. love ideas yeah because they are they're interesting and they're exciting and they give us a brief little hit of motivation mm-hmm. and frankly they're relatively easy it's mm-hmm. actually relatively easy to get an insight. Well, look um, at the, the self-help market too. I mean, there's a, there's an industry that's built off of these really beautiful insights right. that may or may not really get translated into people's lives. Yeah, because yeah. to actually translate it, it's just like hard, routine, unsexy work day yeah, in really and is. day out. And therapy is no different. Yeah, it is a grind. Like it it's is really a boring. A lot of the work is really boring. And you know, <laughs> I have I have so much admiration for my clients, you know, when they're grinding. It cuz you know what that takes. Yeah. I mean, as a psychologist, we've all kind of been in therapy in one form or another. And and you know what it takes to really look yourself in the mirror in the eyes and go, oh, "Crap." You know, here's that thing again. And to really address it isn't easy. And so every time I have a client who's really willing to grind that, man, is it amazing. But right. it is. It's tough. If you, yeah. It, yeah. Therapy can be. It's not always, but it can be. There can be days where it is tough. Right. And I think that's the, but that probably should be the expectation that it's going to be not, not excruciatingly tough or boring, but like, yeah, and, and yeah. persistently uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. anything worthwhile that you've learned or built up to in life, mm-hmm. right? What, whatever it is, like studying for tests and getting into schools or mm-hmm. learning an instrument or getting good at a sport or whatever, learning to crochet. I don't know. Like right. all yeah. of it takes, like you didn't just read a book and then it just happened. You didn't just talk to someone and then it happened. You, you just, you put in the repetition over and over and over and again. And you brought up a really good metaphor with the, with the like music teacher, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, when you said that uh, violin popped in my head, I'm not sure why, but um, learning how to to move your fingers across those strings in that position is awkward. 
super awkward. I mean, when you're first trying, right first. it does not feel good. It does not feel natural. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like you're ever going to get better. Certainly not any fun. And that's a lot like <laughs> therapy too. Yeah. Where you're, you're, you are teaching clients new skills or new ways to do things. And it does not feel natural to them. It does not feel good to them. It's not, they're not making beautiful music right away. Right. Um, and, and, and so it is tough to, to realize I'm in this situation. I don't feel comfortable. I don't, this doesn't feel good, right. but if I persist, I will get better and better at this and develop a skill. And I think actually in the long run, I think that's really important because it's at the end of the day, it's not really about us, the therapist. It's about you. Like it's a very empowering way of looking at it. Actually, mm-hmm. you're the one who does it. Mm-hmm. The client is the one who does it. You get a little help from your therapist, yeah. some guidance. Yeah. But fundamentally, like if you run a marathon, it's not fundamentally because of your coach. Yeah. It's because of you. Like you got up day in and day out and you put in the miles yeah. and you did it. And this is one reason I get a little weird when clients thank me. <laughs> you know, you, you, you get a little like, eh, you did this. I, I, you know, I didn't do this, you yeah. know, and, and, and I, and I understand what they're saying. They're appreciative of the, the insider guidance or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, it's like, I know what it took for you to change. And it wasn't me. <laughs> it, yeah. it was you day in and day out, really struggling with things and, and trying new things that did it. And so sometimes I feel like when they're thanking me, they're robbing themselves of a little, you know, I get it. Yeah. I'll, I'll smile and nod. And, but man, I, that admiration well, it, needs to be more directed at them, I think, than anything else. Yeah. I like that. Right. Maybe they need a little more self-admiration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's probably, you know, realistically, it's both right? Like sure. both are important, right? But it's, it's much, it's like 80, 20 or 90, 10. Oh, yeah. right? I, mean, I, I tell them all the time, look, I see you for one hour a week, you know, yeah. and, and we, we, yes, we work hard while we're in here, but then you have to go outside and actually implement all those things. And, and the fact that you did that day in and day out and struggled, you know, over this time and then have reached this new kind of state, that's, mm. that's really you. That's not, I didn't do that for you. You right. did. Yeah. I might've kind of shown you a different way, but I didn't climb that. Mm-hmm. You did. Yeah. So I, but it's, it's a, it's a great process, but therapy is just definitely something you're going to do. <laughs> definitely. Hey everyone, Nick and I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please rate us on iTunes if you get a chance. And if you have any feedback or comments for us, that'd be great as well. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the podcast, let us know in the comment section as well. Thanks.